and action. Hey, you're listening to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, The Life in the Meantime, where my goal is to help unlock the potential, passion, and purpose in other people's lives. And in doing so, I believe that it unlocks mine. Today, I want to start an installment of a several-month conversation around those three things and how we dive into them. And so today's will be around potential. When polled, the ultimate thing that young people, millennials, and the younger generation desire more of in life is a life of significance and a life of happiness. The rise of social media influencers over the last 10 years has actually opened the door for people to pursue it somewhat basically as a career, right? And I often hear uh, social media influencers being talked about in a negative light. It's kind of always interesting to me because I'm like, I understand. But at the same time, if you think about it, the art of influencing has been around forever. Now there's just a different medium for it to be played out. And like anything, it's time plus substance that equals actual influence. If influence is a path towards significance, then it's important for us to understand what we're actually trying to influence. If you just want someone to buy a product or to achieve a certain level of clout, then the path we're on is a path of gaining the whole world uh, while losing our soul. And there is no true fulfillment from that goal. There needs to be a much stronger why behind what you want to accomplish. In my latest episode, I touched on the fact that I believe happiness comes best when we're anchored in Christ, receiving his righteousness, peace, and joy. That makes our happiness not dependent on our happenings, the things happening to us, but rather on the gifts that God gives us. So now I want to turn our attention over the next several months, like I said, towards the path of significance and fulfillment. I think a life of significance is synonymous with living a life fully in our purpose, which sometimes can be a little bit euphoric, right? Like, what is my purpose? And, and so I want to break it down and make it a little bit easier to understand ultimately what we feel like we have been called to do in this life. But before we ever step into our purpose, we have to examine the first two P words that come before it. And I believe those are potential and passion. I think the formula goes like this. Potential plus passion equals our purpose. I think the reason so many people feel like they aren't living out of those three P's is because they often see them as a destination, right? That, that it's a place we're going to arrive at someday when, when in actuality, they are to be lived out right now. Your potential, passion, and purpose are experienced in the meantime. It's less of a destination and more of a daily walk of dropping seeds, okay? So each day as we sprinkle seeds, we can occasionally look back and see them sprouting along our life's path. As we keep moving forward, throwing more seed, we can take another glance back to see that those sprouts, mat those sprouts are maturing. And then after a while of repeating this formula, we look back and see that now our path is covered in shade. If we first don't recognize the potential we have that can be lived out each day to become everything we could be, then we won't do the things that spark our passion. So passion is a gift of energy that is given to us when we do the things we know we could do to be who we know we could be. And when we live out of those things consistently, we realize that we are living into our purpose. So that essentially is the formula. And all three of those things are dependent not on your current circumstances or titles, but on the actions and habits you take each day. 
So before I move on to today's focus, I want to make a statement that will guide us throughout all of these discussions and pretty much my entire podcast and everything I'm trying to teach. And that's this. If purpose can be synonymous with greatness, then just as Jesus has taught us, the path of purpose is paved with generosity. Therefore, I believe that every single person's purpose in life is to cultivate a life of giving. The secret to living is giving. That can be experienced in all different areas of life, but that distinction must be made. So let's focus this episode on your potential. In Matthew 25, 14 through 30, Jesus tells us a parable where he says, hey, there was this master who had three servants and to each servant, he gave a certain amount of talents or gold, right? Uh, and so he gave one servant five pieces to the second service. He, he gave two pieces and to the last servant, he gave one piece. The master left. He comes back after a little while and he says, hey, what did you guys do with what I gave you? And the, the servant with five said, hey, I took your five and I turned it into 10. And the servant with two said, I took your two and I turned it into four. And the master said, well done good and faithful servants. You engaged in what I gave you. He looks to the last one. He said, hey, what'd you do? And this servant said, hey, I didn't want to lose what you gave me because I knew that you would be tough on us. And so I just went and buried your one. So here's your one. And the master says, you foolish servant. Why did you do that? At the very least, you could have put it in the bank to gain some interest. Essentially, the purpose of this parable is to say, hey, every single person has been given uh, uh, something, certain gifts, certain talents, certain things that they can engage in to, to impact, to grow, to see the things around them uh, begin to transform. And so the important thing to realize is he wasn't expecting the servant with one to turn it to 10 or turn it to four. He really wasn't even expecting that servant to turn it to one. He just wanted that servant to engage in what he had been given. So you don't have to turn your two to 10. You just have to get your two moving. And all of us have different things we've been given in life and you get to engage in them. God has put something inside of you that only you can invest and live out. And so I say this all the time, and it's basically this idea that I've taken from scripture and added my own little piece at the end. And that is there is nothing new under the sun but there are a lot of different flavors. For instance, there are plenty of people doing exactly what I'm trying to do, to help people live their most fulfilled life, to release their ultimate purpose, and to help others become more like Jesus along the way. I'm not the first person to kind of tap into this type of work, and I'm not gonna be the last one, but just because it's not new doesn't mean I don't do it. In fact, if I didn't do it, I would be rejecting the option to unlock my potential passion and purpose because I feel like that is what has been given to me. So there isn't anything new about it, but God wants me to use my voice, my eyes, and my perspective. So my flavor is different and not everyone's going to connect with my flavor. That's important for all of us to know, but some will. So therefore, I must engage my potential. I noted that our potential isn't a destination we arrive at, and that's because it's something that is actually lived out into over time. Each day comes with its own new opportunities to live into it. The very fact that the sun rose and so did you means that you get to engage your potential. When you think about sports, I'd say it's easy for all of us to agree that Tom Brady and LeBron James have lived up to their potential in their respected sports. So did that just happen? Absolutely not. 
In fact, both of them could have had one phenomenal season. And if the rest of their careers were just okay, we'd probably say, man, those guys didn't live up to their potential. All the talking heads on ESPNs and all the average Joes would say that. They didn't realize their potential from one good practice or one good game or just one good season. Rather, it was the consistent habit that both of the men took into rising into their potential in each singular practice, each game, and each season. So when you string it together, the years of intentionality, we now see them at a place where we celebrate that they have lived into everything that they were given. We get to celebrate it now and see their success, but it was realized for them one day at a time. Not to mention, this is an important part of living into our potential, that there were many failures, losses, and setbacks for them along the way. But even in those, they knew that each day gave them a new opportunity to build out their wall of potential one brick at a time. So for me, I always desired to be a public speaker. I felt like it was something that God put in me, that I could help impact people and move them in life in a certain direction. And I've now been blessed, right? I've gotten the opportunity to kind of see that realized a little bit and still unfolding. But before I was ever competent and capable enough to do it in front of a thousand people, I first had to fail miserably at it in front of 12, okay? So I had a speech class in college. There was only 13 of us, and my first speech had to be on Legos, and it was just 60 seconds long. I figured, man, I'm going to crush it and inspire everyone in the class to go buy Legos that day because I was like, this is the gift that I've been given. This is what I get to do in life, and so, of course, I'm going to be good at this. But as I got up there to deliver my talk, all of a sudden my palms got super sweaty, okay? My heart started pounding like crazy. My body got as hot as the sun. And then about 10 seconds after struggling just to get a word out, the first thing I said was, I'm so nervous. Then I fumbled through the rest of my 45 seconds and walked back to my dorm with my head down thinking, well, I guess I was wrong about the potential I thought God had given me. But obviously that wasn't true. And eventually, a couple years later, I, I had another opportunity to speak. And uh, so what I did was I practiced a little longer, focused a little harder, and gave just a little bit of a better talk. But then each one of those t times I got to do it again and again, that same thing happened. And I kept getting a little bit better. And I get, got to see my potential realized over time. But the lesson was valuable. And that's this. Your potential is lived out both in your successes and your failures. That is why it's so crucial that every day we start living out of our potential. So that way we can recalibrate, re-strategize, and re-engage in it. If you desire to be a better friend and you believe you're capable of doing that, then you start doing it today by replying to text, which is one thing that I have to get better at, by uh, being where you say you're going to be, by sending encouraging messages, and just by being a trustworthy listener in a single moment. Those things don't always seem too impressive or too sexy, but as they compound, your reputation of why you're a good friend will precede you. People will just know, yeah, that's a reliable, trustworthy, caring friend. And you might know you could raise a, uh, you might know you could earn a raise at work. So you show up five, 10 minutes early, you leave five, 10 minutes later, you figure out ways to help other people do their job well while you do yours well, and you seek to add value to all of your coworkers and customers. And I can't imagine if you start doing this that it won't take maybe longer than six months for you to live out your potential of being a great employee. And now you're going to have all types of new opportunities, whether it's that at that job or a different one. 
So like I said before, it's not that all this stuff is new. It's just accepting that you can be everything you hope you can be. If today you start doing everything you know you should do. Maybe the potential you want to live out are like my examples, but maybe they're a little bit more existential than that, okay? And so as we get towards the end of this little conversation, uh, I want to ask you some questions. And these questions are in my show notes, uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, Um, but here they are. When it comes to living out of your potential and being everything you know you could be, these are the things I want you to ask yourself. Number one, what do you love to do or know you should do? And like I said, this is going to cover a broad kind of stroke of different things in your life. Because in the meantime, I believe there are six components, your spiritual life, your mental life, your physical, your relational, your vocational, and your financial. And so I want these questions to be, how can you develop and live out of your potential in each one of those components? So the first question is, what do you love to do or know you should do? Number two, what have others told you you're good at that lines up with the things you know you should do? The third question is, what are ways each day you could take small steps towards doing it more intentionally? So before I move into the fourth question, let me just give you an example of all that. Uh, Let's say that you like listening to people. You're actually a good listener. Others people have pointed this out to you that you're a good listener. And then you're like, hey, I would like a raise or I would like to create a new opportunity to get a different job or, or maybe start a new business or, or maybe completely ch- change careers in general, which might take going back to school. You recognize that I'm a pretty good listener. Other people have told me that I'm a good listener. So how about towards my goal of maybe changing my vocation or, or making my vocation something that has more purpose in it, I start developing ways each day that I can be intentional with my listening. And so what this might look like is, okay, I work with 35 people, let's say. And you say every morning, I'm gonna pick one different person that I'm just gonna go spend maybe five to 10 minutes with them before the day really gets going and say, hey, how are you handling life? What's going on in life? Or maybe you know some things about them and so you can ask like, hey, how's your mom doing? Or or, how's your husband doing? Or whatever it might be. And, And then you listen with intention, looking them in the eyes, letting them know you hear what they have to say. And, and, and you do that every day and you live out those steps. Then all of a sudden, not only is it that you're just a good listener, but it's that you're somebody that cares. And now you're going to know certain needs that people have. And now you're going to be able to help fulfill some of those needs. And, and maybe it's just going to be that your coworkers and your customers are like, man, this is a person that I just enjoy being around because they make me feel better. And boom, now all of a sudden you're starting to create new types of opportunities opportunities. And maybe it's even having a conversation dialogue and you're saying, Hey, what are things that maybe I can do better? uh, If you're talking to your boss or whatever it is, and and you start doing those things. Now you are just because you've decided to lean into one of the things you're good at and that, you know, you have the potential of being better at you're opening up opportunities uh, in other ways. Maybe it's to make new friends. Maybe it's to get a raise. Maybe it's to change your job in general, but now that little tiny habit of focusing on that one thing you like to do, you're already pretty good at, and you think there's more potential in you, and it's creating all types of new options for you. And then the last question is going to be this, what's the why? Why do you love doing it? How's and what's are good, but the why makes it sustainable when it comes to living into our potential. And so I think if you ask yourself those four questions and begin to work through it, um, you will begin to see how you can start to live into your potential today, not someday 
when. So as you drop these seeds, you can begin to even get more clarity on what potential you can start living into. So in the meantime, we all desire to become who we know we could be, to have a sustained energy around it, and to feel like we're truly making an impact in the lives of others. And we do it best by working towards each one of these things on a daily basis. So with that said, I've wrapped up this episode on potential, and I'd like to thank you so much for listening. Friday, I plan on uh, releasing the second installment of the three Ps, and that's going to be living a life of passion. You'll see that your potential is no doubt connected to your passion. So in the meantime, if this episode was encouraging and valuable for you, then there are a couple of things you can do to help me. Uh, on Apple and Spotify podcasts, it would be extremely helpful if you left a review and you rated it. Also, if someone came to mind while you were listening, uh, please share this episode with them. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel wherever you're listening. That way you can be up to date on uh, what I'm sending out and what I'm pushing. And I'm working really hard on getting super focused to bring as much, tension, uh, as much attention and value around these topics as possible because I just think so many people desire to live a purposeful life. And another way that you can stay connected is by heading over to timmyriggs.com and subscribing to the weekly newsletter that includes this week's blog and podcast episode. And uh, yeah, those are just a few ways that you can stay connected. And like I said, I'd love to hear your feedback. If it's just a text or a review, whatever it is, uh, it lets me know like, hey, keep doing what you're doing. And it allows me to keep stepping into my potential. So thanks so much for your support. And in the meantime, God is rooting for you. And so am I.